Hi, it's Randy G with the Holistic Health Outline. This is a short and sweet podcast. Not very sweet, actually. Um, I'm doing a whole lot of work to try to stop this health care reform at $1.6 trillion. And for those of you on the left who are very um, spiritual and follow holistic health and think that we should be doing yoga on the White House lawn with Michelle Obama, um, that is not what any of this is about. It's not about Democrats. It's not about Republicans. It's not about any of this, except that we have a government that once it does this final step, which is taking over the health care, the health of our country, um, we will have no recourse for anything. <laughs> and, and I don't even know what else to tell you. Okay, One of the things that you do when you take over a country, if you are doing it for illegitimate reasons, is you take over the financial institutions first, because if people don't have money, they cannot fund or finance any kind of rebellion or uprising or revolution. That's what we did to Al-Qaeda. By the way, Al-Qaeda, how they say it in the government, if you look at how that would be spelled phonetically, it's instead of uh, Q-U-A-E-D-A, it's really Al-Qaeda, which is C-I-A-D-A. Think about that one. Um, but one of the things you do first is you take over the financial institutions. You take over transportation. Okay, um, this is going to be a little slow because government motors is going to take a while, but as they raise oil prices and gas prices, it's to make us afraid enough to go out and buy our little electric cars. Okay, and you will be fine and not be able to have a car that isn't electric soon. And believe me, it'll be faster than you think. That's McCain driving down uh, the streets of Washington today in his brand new Ford Fusion. Um, $37,000 plus and uh, showing it off and having people take rides in it. That's not the car the GM is going to make, but, but we're going we're to take baby steps because we don't want the people to get too upset too quickly. So anyway, so then you take over the transportation facilities, somewhat like Amtrak, so we'll have, you know, Amcar and Amtrak. Um, and those will be the only choices you'll have is Amcar and Amtrak. We also take over the media. ABC News is going to be broadcasting from the Blue Room. They are going to be the only, the only news station to broadcast about this health care reform bill because the White House wants control over what you know, what you learn, what you hear. Uh, if they have a, a um, press conference at all, it will be ABC News who chooses who. ABC News will choose when, and the White House will tell them what the questions will be. Um, most of you in the Americas who are fans of mine are, you know, more liberal in nature and spiritual in nature and for some reason <laughs> believe that, you know, this man is coming from love and, and so we need to support him. Um, what you need to be a student of also, though, is history. And this is history repeating itself, not for the first time or the second time, but for the fifth time. This is history repeating itself. We are on the road to fascism, and we are in the midst of a fascist dictatorship takeover of our country. And if you don't believe that, please write me, and I will give you thousands of pages, thousands, not from journalists or Alex Jones or anybody like that, but pages and pages of information so that you can finally after two or three or five years of me trying to get you educated, you'll finally get educated enough to know that you are being led like sheep to the slaughterhouse. Um, 
<laughs> I'm finally getting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails from people who are saying, I wish I'd listened to you. I wish I'd listened to you. I voted for this guy. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why. I was. I don't know what drove me to do it. I don't understand why I did it. Um, well, you were supposed to. You were being driven. You were being channeled to do what you're supposed to do. And that's exactly what they're doing with all this fear-mongering and exactly what they're doing with our money. So not only do they take control of the financial institutions, but one of the things you do is you break the back of the financial uh, the economy. <clears throat> So the people are more worried and scared about where they're going to get their next loaf of bread. They won't have time to march on Washington or try to impeach somebody or go sit on the street corners and get petitions signed or anything else because they're out of work and they're not and they don't know where the next dime is coming from. Now we have 106 billion dollars going to the International Monetary Fund as the IMF. The IMF is one of three groups. The other ones happen to be a trilateral commission. Um, and the third one just escaped my brain. So it doesn't matter. There are three groups who would like to run the world. And we're going to loan money, $106 billion, to the IMF. That's the Fed again, guys. The Fed is a private organization. We don't have $106 billion to give to the IMF. And we don't have $1.6 trillion to do a health care overhaul. Now, do you understand what this health reform is about? Yes, health care costs are enormous. And in my books, I've written about how to change the costs of health care, mostly through complementary alternative care. And then going after the insurance companies and the lawyers who litigate against doctors, start there and start with the pharmaceutical companies, and you'll save trillions of dollars, and we won't have to go through what we're going through now. But nobody wants to look at any of that. They want control. So it isn't about the money and how much health care costs. It isn't about the fact that we kill more than 150,000 people a year with mistakes in hospitals and more than 300,000 people a year with mistakes in drugs and pharmaceuticals. It isn't about that. It's about control. What they're going to tell you is this. They're going to say that you'll have a choice. If you have health care with your employer and you like your doctor, you can keep that. But if you don't, the mandate is that you will and somebody will pay. All of us will pay. Okay? If you believe that, good for you. What I see as the process and what I've seen from this administration and what's gone on actually in the last decade is that you'll be told this so that this will go through. Nobody will read this bill completely. Nobody until about a year and a half down the road as everything gets implemented. And you'll find out that, first of all, you won't have an employer anymore, so now you don't have employer health care. Now what do you do? Now you have to take the government's health care. If you have never been in a Medicaid line or in a military line, a veteran's line, trying to get health care, then you don't know what government health care is like. Right now, government health care only takes care of 32 million people, and they still mess it up. What are they going to do when they have 340 million people to take care of? Or maybe we'll just move on down the road a little further and get rid of half of the people. One of the things that they're doing in this health care plan is, is something called a scanner, which there will be a whole commission, I'm sure, that will have a, a, a czar for this, um, who will determine whether or not you deserve to get the health care that your body needs at the moment. So if you are over 56 and you weigh 20 pounds more than you should and you suddenly get diabetes, no, we're not going to let you get any of those procedures or drugs that you need because you caused this, you brought this on yourself. So you will not be allowed to get any of those things because the government's in control. If you have breast cancer, 
and this has happened in many countries, not not just one that you might have heard about on the news. If you have breast cancer and you you need procedures so that you can survive, not procedures like I would give you so that you can survive naturally, because they're going to make sure we're out of business. Um, but if you need procedures and drugs to keep you alive, and you have too many children, or you were overweight, or you didn't do, oh no, maybe you didn't vote Democratic. Um, they will deny you those procedures because they're too expensive. Uh, they're pushing all this stuff about fat people, right? It's your fault that you wouldn't be sick if you weren't fat. So let's tax all the sodas, but not the aspartame. Aspartame is a German word, actually, comes from Hitler. Hitler's Germany invented aspartame um, as something that would have, that would um, initially and eventually debilitate and destroy uh not only the brain, but the joints and the muscular system of bodies. You know that the Nazis did all kinds of, of scientific experiments. They totally abused and destroyed and traumatized children before they killed them. Um, to try all these different drugs and, and theories and practices on them. And so let's not tax soda. Let's, ta let, let's, let's not tax aspartame. Let's tax the soda. So you should go out and drink diet sodas. Well, that's going to put our population into even more of a cloud, which they are already in. You realize one of the reasons that you're passive or you feel passive or your friends aren't understanding you or your friends seem too passive or they're, they don't seem to be paying attention or hearing or listening to anything is because they've been eating all this food that has preservatives in it. They've been taking all kinds of drugs, whether they know it or not, um, their Paxils and their, their Zolofs and their, and their antidepressants and... Uh, and their pain relievers. <clears throat> They've been getting inoculated since they were born, you know, so now they're 20, 25 years old and they've had 40 or 50 or 60 vaccines or inoculations of some kind. And um, those inoculations and vaccines are more dangerous than you can possibly imagine. They don't just cause autism. They cause all kinds of things. They cause you to have a passive society that says, Oh, okay, we're good now. Everything is great. We don't have to do anything anymore. Yay! We can just sit around and play on the computer. Or sit around and, you know, play whatever else and do our iPods and, and text each other. And that's it. We don't have to worry about anything anymore. And it's that kind of mindset that they would love for you to have. They also put things in the water, people. I have talked about this for years, and you know it, and you get tired of hearing it. But I'm watching what's going on in different sectors of the society and, and um, in our country and elsewhere. And I'm saying, why is it just those people who are getting that disease? Why is it just that group of 10,000 over there that are suffering this way? Why is it that that city especially one side of that city seems so passive while the other side isn't and I'm thinking this is too easy they're all drinking tap water and bathing in it and then we look at around us of course here and we're like what are we nuts are we the only ones who are thinking this way <laughs> but then we go and talk to somebody who has done the right things about good water and, and um, doesn't get vaccinated and doesn't, you know, get flu shots because we are all afraid of the swine flu. They're going to make sure that you get swine flu shots. I guarantee it. And I'm going to fight to the death. I won't let anybody I know get them. Um, but, they, but, you know, we're going to get scared about the pandemic, which has to happen for a takeover. It has to. You have to have a pandemic so that you rely on the government for your health care. That's how they push it through. Start listening to what I'm saying here. Um, 
but we don't get any of those things. So we keep saying, well, are we crazy? We see this and nobody does. We see this and the guy next door is like, what are you talking about? So then we do the, the, the research. Oh, you don't, you don't agree with me and I don't agree with you. Okay, let me ask you some questions. What kind of water do you drink? Tap water. What do you, what do you bathe in? Tap water. Um, did you get a flu shot the last five or six years? Oh, yeah, I get one every year. What do you eat? Oh, I eat this, that, and the other, all the preservative foods. Okay. Um, where do you swim? Chlorinated pools. Fluoride toothpaste? Oh, yeah. Okay, now I know why that you think that this is heaven that you're now in. That when everybody is reduced to rubble, including our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence and our Bill of Rights, um, that we're all in the same boat, so to speak, that you'll be okay and everybody's great and then we need a more liberal country and that's what you voted for. Um, and they go, yeah, I won't have to do anything. The government will take care of me. With whose money? Whose money? Who's going to take care of you when there isn't any more? We're already broke. So who's going to take care of you then? That's not, that's just, it's not the America I, I, I grew up in. It's not the America I want. It's not the America I'm, I'm fighting for. Um, anyway, I am on about 20 different podcasts and radio stations now on the Internet and elsewhere. And am writing and, and in forums trying to tell people that we, we had to take our country back. There is a number you can call for the House of Representatives. You probably won't get through. It'll take forever, but try. It's 202-224-3121. Two zero two 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 four three one two one. All circuits will be busy. They can't be busy forever. Keep trying and try and try. If you can vote for American Idol and have over, you know, fifty million votes for American Idol, you can do this to get to your House of Representatives and tell them no money for the IMF, no universal health care that's going to cost everybody a lot more than what they think, and one point one point six trillion dollars to begin with. No, say no. No. Um, <clears throat> and scream about it because you want your country back. And then on July 4th, there are several. Remember the last podcast I said do it? Well, there are several groups now that are, that are pushing for the March on Washington. I'm not exactly sure I agree with all of them, but it doesn't matter if you agree or not. The basic principle is that they're tired of seeing what's going on and they want change. They want this to change quickly. Now, it's impossible to peach impeach the president right now because everybody voted in a democratic congress and congress is the only one that can impeach the president so you don't think we're going to get anywhere there although i think petitions saying that you want the the president impeached and a million or ten million people marching on washington would draw some worldwide attention which could cause some pressure so the only way they absolutely do this is to do it the opposite way First, you get rid of the people in Congress who would stop the impeachment, and then you move towards the impeachment of the president. I'm probably going to get shot, by the way, for putting this on the airwaves, but just know that if something does happen to me or you find out I'm suddenly dead or hanging in my closet naked from, with a rope around my neck, that I spoke too many places too many times about what needs to be done. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, so what needs to be done is to go backwards, which they love. They love things that are backwards. Uh, in Washington. So <clears throat> we need to get rid of the people in Congress who are who instituted and, and engineered uh, this election in the first place, like Pelosi and Reed and Frank and, and uh, Dodd, and, and get them out, starting with Pelosi. And once that pressure is there, you're going to see the cabinet in the executive branch running around like little mice that just got caught in the, in the light or something. Um, 
because now you have people that have to be appointed or quickly put in or special elections to make sure that those seats are taken in in Congress. And I guarantee you that now we have a 51-31% majority of conservatives. All of a sudden in this country, there were no conservatives six months ago, according to the polls and the elections. There were no conservatives in America. But now... In less than six months, there's 51%. How'd that happen? How did all of a sudden all the Democrats and the liberals go away? Figure that one out. But anyway, um, once those seats are taken up again with people who are in their right minds and aren't trying to destroy our country, the impeachment of the president and his cabinet won't be that hard. But it needs action, and it needs action quickly. And I'll tell you why. Once Sotomayor gets into to the Supreme Court, She's going to be the decision maker, the last vote, to change the laws of the Constitution. When the Constitution gets changed, we're in bigger trouble than ever. But then, also, you have all these things that are going to happen in the next 100 days. There was a reason that Obama pushed for all these executive orders and things to happen in the first 100 days. He knows that people are going to catch on. Emmanuel knows people are going to catch on. Axelrod knows. George Soros knows. So they push and push and push and push. Say, okay, this has to be done now. It's a, it's critical. It's, or otherwise, we're in crisis now. It's going to be catastrophe. And then after it gets pushed through, you know, all the right channels, they go on vacation for four or five days. Um, so it was quite a crisis and a catastrophe, wasn't it? The whole stimulus bill, the pork bill, the budget that was set out there to add more pork. That's just to destroy our economy so that you can have control through the IMF, through the main banks, which are behind all of a lot of these things. And I, I don't have time to go through six hours of trying to explain all that to you. Um, but you can go back through all the other podcasts. I mean, we've got 167 podcasts on iTunes and on Podomatic, and we're talking through Blog Talk Radio, and we're talking through several other podcast sites and Blueberry, etc. You can go down through the list, and you can start listening, and you can get educated, and you can pass them on, and you can tell your friends, and you can start doing what should have been done months ago. Months ago to stop what's happening now. This is a coup. Know what a coup is. I've been through one. I've watched it. I've watched the coup in Chile. Okay? This is a coup. A lot of my friends are no longer speaking to me. Ones that I used to teach women's studies with and all that stuff, they don't want to talk to me because you should love Obama, you should love Obama, you should love Obama. Well, I'm not on the same drugs, so I don't. Okay, I didn't love McCain, and I don't either. They're both the same people, just white and black. And all we had to see was, all the, the, the puppet masters had to see was which one was going to gain more uh, approval. Until they, then they decided which one should win. So that doesn't matter. It's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. It's not a McCain-Obama thing. Obama is the, however, most dangerous president in history. And maybe the last one we'll ever have. How about that? The last one this country will ever have. The very only last president we really had was JFK. He was the last president that didn't have as many puppet strings. He had different family puppet strings. But he, he, his strings were still constitutional, and he wasn't part of this group that wanted to destroy America. And that group has been around since the Clintons, and it included George Bush. It included Ronald Reagan. Um... They did things and have done things and set up things and gone above the law of the land so that they can have control and power. And control and power is a very intense idea for people to think about. 
it's not the control and power of, uh, uh, you know, oh, I get to sign this bill because Congress says I can, or Congress puts it through, so I'm going to add my signature to it. This is, I'm putting this through. I don't care what you say. He just fired Inspector General from California who was going to blow the whistle on where, you know, $600 million of stimulus money was going because it's dirty money. So we fired him. It's illegal. He's not supposed to. He's supposed to give the answer, the reasons to Congress and wait 30 days until everybody finds out if it's valid or not. But he did it anyway because he wanted to protect his old buddy who's an ex-NBA basketball star. And uh, that's all we needed. That's power. That's called power. You do what you want because you know nobody knows how to stop you from doing it. The only way we can stop all this from happening is to <laughs> stop being lazy you know, get off where you're supposed to get off and start doing the things you need to do. That means getting, you may remember, I don't know, some of you might be old enough to remember when they started the impeachment of Nixon. I couldn't go anywhere in New York City or Los Angeles or San Francisco without somebody on the street corner with 10 or 12 people there and a big table and lots of, of sign-up sheets petitioning to impeach Nixon. That, Nixon. that was the beginning. Once they delivered, you know, 14 million signatures, things started working and Nixon left. We can't, you're not going to get that with Obama because, you know, you're going to get shut down. They're going to shut down the news wires. They, they can shut down the Internet anytime. They can shut down your cell phone anytime they want. So you can't text message or call anyone. And you should start thinking about those things. If things get worse and they decide to stop the communications and control them, how will you tell anyone? How will you tell anyone what's going on with you or what's going on with them? How are you going to communicate with people? How are you going to communicate now that the Russia and Brazil and China and one other country, and I don't remember, has decided that we need a new world currency so the dollar will be useless? It will be like Confederate bucks. Um, it won't be immediately. It will take a few months. But, but that's hyperinflation um, and a new currency that moves away from the dollar, which means instead of buying something for a dollar, my mother asked me, she said, well, if something costs a dollar, how much will it cost? I said, well, you'll get somewhere from three to six cents on the dollar. So if something is supposed to cost a dollar, you'll have to bring, you know, $99 with you to buy that dollar item because your dollars won't be worth anything anymore. And then once they lower our rating, which was AAA until a few hours ago, once they lower the credit rating of the United States, um, countries like China that we've borrowed several trillion dollars from just have to call their loans, and, and, and it's all over. This country is no longer owned by Americans, period. So what are you waiting for? And you call me crazy, and you can say, um, you know, I'm, I'm not giving somebody a chance. Well, jeez, did you ever read about Hitler? He was charming. I mean, he was charming. He had people signing up for, you know, help German Corps, which is what is said in Germany. In German, help Germany. Um, that was the youth, Hitler's youth. They loved him. He went everywhere. He was always giving speeches. He was well received. He was. If they had had TV everywhere, then he'd be on TV every day. Who do you know is like that? Sound familiar? Um, anyway, he was very charming. He had a gift. He could give speeches and really get people going. And they and they. They did the same thing with him. Heil, heil, heil. Obama, Obama, Obama. Same thing. He just wasn't black. Okay? That's all. That's the only difference. Um, <laughs> but he got everybody charmed. And then when he felt even more powerful and they could do what they wanted to do, they did what they did, which wasn't just Jews either, by the way. They killed, you know, three 
million Italians and they um, uh, they killed more than three million people that they suspected of being homosexual. They killed more than six million Jews. They, so the, how many is that so far? Like 15 million people and still no one did anything? Because everybody said, well, you know, give him a chance. We don't know what's going on and we don't know if he really did that. And even the Jewish people who got on the trains weren't sure of what was going on because a lot of their, their uh, media had been closed down. And, you know, there's a lot of other reasons, too. But they didn't have any understanding. So they were told, you need to get moved because we're, we're in this warlike state. You need to move. We're going to help move you. And they were so grateful. And they grabbed their suitcases and their money and their passports, and they got on the trains. And that's what Americans are going to do. They're going to say, oh, there's all this upheaval. That's, that Who knows why these crazy neocons and Republicans are causing riots everywhere. And the, and the government says they're going to help us. And they said they're sending the Amtrak trains. And we're all going to get on and we'll go to a safe place. So, you know, have a nice trip if that's what you believe. This is short. I have to run. I have a lot to do. Um, Call that number, write your senators, write your congressmen. Don't stop. Don't send, you know, one line and wait for an answer for six weeks. Um, don't call up and after they hung, hang up on you say, well, they just don't want to talk to me. You're the only ones who can change what's going on. You are the people of the republic. That's what this republic was built on. That's what our forefathers, who were also messed up, they were part of a group that shouldn't probably have been in power either. But they said, well, what we've given you is a republic if you can keep it. I have my doubts. Um, write me if you want. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. And go to the Obama crimes page and start watching the videos and reading things. And, you know, you don't have to do it with left or right brain or Democrat or Republican brain. Start learning. And when you see the facts, when you see historical facts and you see news and you see what's happening today and what's happening tomorrow, regardless of what channel you're allowed to listen to on television, whether it's digital or not, a lot of people don't even have TV because we went digital, okay? <laughs> well, and there won't be a lot of newspapers either, but whatever. You may be able to think for yourself and start discerning the truth and learning that maybe you're madder than you thought you were and you need to take action. Same action I've asked you to take for five years. Take action. This is Raina G. Thanks for listening.